Humboldt. Hey, this is Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. Thank you so much for checking this out. Oh, wait to hear Humboldt's top stories from last week while you do things. Please do keep telling friends about the podcast and connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. I am a little bit tired, so uh, just bear with me. Family and I just headed up a little north of the county line to check out jet boat tours of the Klamath, 45 miles up the river. Some adorable river otters out there today, among other awesome wildlife. Good experience. Check it out if you can. And yeah, just a little wiped out from that. Support this week comes from Health Sport, celebrating 25 years of serving the fitness needs of Humboldt County with events across all five clubs on August 25th to celebrate 25. Go to healthsport.com and click on the silver glitter to get the scoop. Not a member? That's okay, you're invited. Print your silver ticket pass for access to all clubs August 25th. And you can sign up early for special events, but space is limited. Health Sport is thanking you, Humboldt, for 25 years. And by Shiner Fest at Redwood Acres in Eureka, August 4th and 5th. Build is California's wildest camp and music party with live music, comedy, circus sideshow, food, drinks, camping, and more. Featuring Moonshine Bandits, Struggle Jennings, Crucifix, and many others. Tickets and info at ShinerFest.com. And of course, Bongo Boy Studio, if you're a recording artist, a filmmaker, or just someone with an audio project, Bongo Boy has been the go-to place in Humboldt County for over 15 years, offering state-of-the-art recording, tape archiving, and disc duplication. Call them at 707-839-5090, or check out the website, bongoboystudio.com. Well, the sheriff's office found a mobile marijuana van in Garberville. You catch that? Might have seen the pictures Kim Kemp posted. A witness said officers found 103 growing plants in this van, around 100 Xanax pills, 100 more opioid pills, around 8 grand in cash, and a false license plate on the back of the van. Like commenter Jason wrote, if you don't straighten out your act, you'll be growing in a van down by the river. Yeah, this was a big one last week. There was that security guard who shot and killed a suspect who allegedly had a knife by the shell station off Biff in Eureka. Cops in Eureka said multiple eyewitnesses all said the same thing. And when the security guard got out of his car, this guy tried to stab him. So the security guard shot him to avoid getting stabbed. No arrests have been made so far. They did release the identity of that Eureka man who was shot and killed. 56-year-old named Herbert Macias of Eureka. We'll follow that one if there are updates. Yeah, so this is also awful. With those temperatures of above 100 degrees in Garberville, someone taped up a bunch of puppies in a box and left them by a bridge. Miranda's rescue founder, Shannon Miranda, rescued these puppies. He said he'd take care of them, get them ready for adoption. Did you see the video Miranda's posted on Facebook? Pretty damn adorable little dogs. Uh, If you want one, I can get you the details. So yeah, even more rough news. California has denied almost 17 million bucks in funding for a 52-bed mental health wing at the county jail in Eureka. Sheriff Hodsell was frustrated about this. He told the Times Standard the need for more mental health beds in Humboldt is so great that if they get any more jail expansion money, that's the first place it'll go. Uh, Hopefully there's a way to make it work, but on the upside, of course, there is that new medical detox spot, Waterfront. It's going to be opening in Eureka in the fall. So hopefully some folks needing mental health treatment can benefit from that as well. Uh, A possible 40 years after 40 shots. Remember back in December when a guy in Eureka ran from cops over a seatbelt violation uh, and he was shot at about 40 times? 
26-year-old Clayton Lazinski is accused of running from the cops, stealing a car, trying and failing to steal a truck, aiming his gun at civilians and officers. His gun never went off, but EPD shot at him over 40 times before he was hit and taken in. According to Loco, he'll start a five-week trial on August 21st. Oh, damn. Did you see the major reggae fail? Uh, someone on a reggae on the river sign, they meant to write 33rd, but it's like 33ND. Like, maybe they did a cop and paste job and forgot to put the RD. Like, 33rd? Just uh, extend that first leg of the N, and then you're good to go, right? <laughs> so, uh, Julie Minton, she was the one who posted this online. Uh, you know what I always say, if you don't get it right the fern time, try a secist or maybe even a thurned. That'll get you there. Yes, there was this one. Local businessman Rob Arkley made some seemingly controversial statements on radio station KINS. According to Loco, he was talking about his frustrations that the city of Eureka is looking to transfer ownership of Indian Island out there back to the Wiat tribe. They've been working on this for years. Now, you know, Indian Island out there in the water between Eureka and Samoa was spiritual tribal land until a night back in 1860 when Eurekans massacred hundreds of Native American men, women, and children. Awful. So Arkley saying he wants to try to use a legal loophole to buy the island so the city cannot transfer the property back to the Wiat. Both Arkley and the tribe did respond to this. The tribe basically said they put a lot of hard work into restoring this land and they look forward to continuing the work with the city of Eureka, healing both the island and the people. And then Arkley said he recognized the massacre was horrific, but they wanted to buy the island not to own it, but to preserve it for the entire community. Quote, why can't we come up with a solution to share the island, learn from each other, and benefit from our differing cultures for generations to come? So whether or not his attempt to purchase the island will be successful remains to be seen, uh, but a number of tribal spokespeople have been responding to this with harsh criticisms. Well, damn, no more flights out of Humboldt to Portland. Penn Air, the last Humboldt-Portland flight, August 7th. Penn Air. This is a Penn error. <laughs> No, I know, it's easy just to blame them, but uh, this is what they say. Humble is one of many airports Penn Air is giving up on. Uh, a bunch of non-essential flights are going out the door, flying out the door, because of a national pilot shortage. So we've been hearing a lot of that lately, about the pilot shortage, but yeah, tons of pilots, they're retiring at age 65, and it's creating this issue. Emily Jacobs is a program director with the Humboldt County Aviation Division. She told Loco, we're definitely disappointed. It's a very successful route and they were pretty full. We'll keep going and keep presenting our data on passengers to the airlines and try to find something else. So Crescent City is keeping their Portland flight for now. So at least there's that. Well, you can't mention every pot bust on Humboldt last week because uh, who has that kind of time? But this one, holy shit, over 11,000 plants, over 1,500 pounds. This was out in the hills off 36. Three people were arrested with environmental violations and whatnot. Oh, so this is cool. Next year, NASA is sending a probe to the sun, and the guy leading the probe and navigation team is from Eureka. Yeah, according to the Time Standard, that would be 48-year-old Paul Thompson. He's guided a rover on Mars and aircrafts to Pluto and Jupiter. He's a talented guy, so good stuff, Paul. Be cheering you on. And yeah, I liked that little reminder only in Humboldt posted about the replica of Ferndale at Legoland. Did you see that? It's the uh, theme park location down in Southern California. 
So yeah, Lego has these Legoland theme parks all over the world. But yeah, the one down in Carlsbad, if you head over to a part of the park called Miniland USA... Oh, rodeo! Look at that! There's a bunch of Victorian architecture you can see, rodeo with bull riding and a big crowd. And it has to be a replica of Fernbridge Tractor. So I figured I'd check in with the folks over at Legoland to see if I could get a little more information on how all this came to be. And here's something Jake Gonzalez sent to me. He's a spokesperson for Lego. It says, Lego was created by Ole Kirk Christensen in Billund, Denmark in 1934. In honor of the Danish company, Legoland California constructed a Lego version of Ferndale in Miniland USA because the city located in Northern California was first settled by many Danes. Lego Ferndale features many historic buildings, including the Abraxas Building and Victorian Inn. It took a team of master model builders more than 500,000 Lego bricks to construct the city. 500,000, wow. And it's been on display for guests to enjoy since the park opened in 1999. Lego Ferndale remains to be the only small town featured in Miniland USA, and guests enjoy learning about the connection between the town and the toy company. Yeah, and it's true. People drop in, what is it, almost a hundred bucks to get into Legoland? I checked the prices. Damn. A hundred bucks. Wow. Anyway, they still apparently get millions of visitors a year at the California location. And yeah, right there alongside New York and San Francisco and Las Vegas, there's our little Victorian village, Ferndale. Very cool. Well, hey, I want to thank you again for checking out this episode. Glad I got through it all tired and whatnot after traveling today. One more time, I want to thank the sponsors this week. Shiner Fest for Redwood Acres and Eureka. Health Sport, celebrating 25 years on the 25th. And Bongo Boy Studio. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Humble. Last. Week.